See, that's a conversation of meeting in the middle with something that feels a little extreme for you, but your partner's desiring it. And instead of jumping immediately to what your partner fully desires, you're thinking about yourself too. And you're saying, all right, I want to be comfortable because I want to keep a good relationship with sex and a good relationship with my sexual partner and my sexual relationship. So in order to do that, you have to keep yourself in mind. Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey, welcome back to another episode Today's episode is short, sweet, to the point. It's one of those just sharing one of my top sex rules that I think is so important, especially when you're introducing novelty into your sex life, which is something you want to continuously do from time to time to keep things new, keep the spark alive, keep both of you um, excited to have sex, and novelty is important. It's one of those things where you got to change things up every once in a while. You got to communicate around new things you want to try or how you want to do things a little differently because our bodies do change over time. Um, Our hormone levels change, our desire for trying new things changes, and we may create new desires for random things we never thought we would want. So Yeah, definitely important. Before I tell you the actual rule, I want to remind you guys to register for my DE Masterclass coming up November 8th. This is on delayed ejaculation. For those of you who feel like you don't have control over when you're going to come during sex and you feel like you just take way too long and this Masterclass is going to help you with that. I'm going to be telling you the things you want to stop doing and the things you want to start doing in your sex life in order to practice more control and also be able to react to your partner in the best way possible so that she's not left feeling like she's not attractive enough for you or she's not good enough because I know that really weighs on you guys when you're in this situation. So how to help with this with this problem and also how to help with the reaction, especially with your partner. So Um, In order to register, check out the description below. The link is right there. So even if you can't make it live, you will have access to the recording. So no worries on that. You can just register. You'll get the link once it's uploaded 24 hours after the live training. You'll get it, and then you'll be able to watch and learn and then implement. So today's episode, the sex rule I was talking about earlier, is simply this. Don't try anything new that you are not okay with trying in the bedroom. There are a lot of you guys who will feel like, oh, I have to save this relationship. I should just try whatever and or do it for her or she really wants to try this so I'm not comfortable with it but I'm just going to do it for her and like she better like it 
or hopefully she really likes it because this is not comfortable for me. No, no, no. You find a way to be comfortable with it. At least to the extent where you're willing to do it because it's your decision, not because you're doing it strictly for her. Because this is where problems arise, right? When we start putting our own needs and feelings to the side and we say, all right, well, she wants it. I'm trying to save our sex life, so this better work. And then we so easily become resentful. But you set yourself up for failure when you think of things like that, when you think of it that way, because you have to go in wanting to do that thing also. At least a small part of you wants to do it also. Otherwise, you're not going to be present in the moment. You're not going to be able to enjoy whatever the thing is with her. And this could be anything from from you giving her a little smack across the face that maybe you're totally not comfortable with, but she's asking you to do it. If you're totally uncomfortable, find a way to either get a little more comfortable and find a middle ground or don't do it, okay? Don't go in and start creating this association with sex that makes you feel uneasy, that makes you feel not ready, makes you feel guilty. You don't want to, there's no need for that. You know, I have a client of mine and he was telling me that he would feel bad um, doing something that his fiance said that he could do and she would like it. And he was like, no, like that seems rude to me. So I wouldn't do it to her. And I said, okay, there's no, you don't want to force yourself to do it, but I do want you to take the perspective of we all have different needs and things that are, that arouse us. And the thing that she wants is very common in a lot of people's arousal. Like a lot of people get turned on by what she said she would like him to do. And he couldn't understand it because he was looking at it just from his perspective. So when I told him, you know, can you see how like after telling you and explaining how popular of a fantasy this is and how if she's craving it and she gets sexually excited by it and there's a sexual thrill and a desire that... By you doing it, as long as you're comfortable, there's no need to feel guilty because she's directly asking for that. And things that may seem disrespectful in the bedroom or um, disrespectful uh, in the bedroom are not always, or things that seem disrespectful outside the bedroom are not always disrespectful in the bedroom if there is consent and there is communication around that thing, right? So we don't want to we don't want to just assume oh this is a disrespectful action therefore I'm never going to do it and I'm never going to feel comfortable with doing it in the bedroom. I would say open your perspective, open your mind to it, and if there's a way you can meet your partner in a way that makes you feel good and makes you want to try it out and try like I always say the baby step version of that thing, then start there. But never jump into it feeling really bad doing it. Right? If my client just went right to the thing that she said he could do and he just always did it, but he felt like an asshole every time he did it, but she enjoyed it, that still wouldn't be good for him. Like, sure, she would be getting enjoyment, but he wouldn't be present during that moment. He would start getting in his head. He would start associating sex with guilt. He would start feeling like a bad partner because he wasn't looking at it from a new perspective. He wasn't meeting her in the middle. He was just jumping to something that was not comfortable with him because of the feeling he associated to that thing. 
So that's what I don't want you guys to do. Don't just jump into something because your partner's like, oh, I really like want you to do this to me. But in your head, you're like, that's fucked up. I don't want to do that. Like that would mean no. Like I would never want that done to me. I would never do that to her. And if you're if your partner is saying, oh, come on, like, I really want to try it. Um, I would really want you to like smack me this hard, you know, something where it's like a little kinky, right? It's a little outside the norm of what's to be expected during sex. Then you can always, in this example, you can always say, all right, well, how about we start really light and so that I'm comfortable doing it. And then you get a piece of it. And that way we're meeting in the middle and then we'll see how we feel moving forward and how much you enjoy it and how good I feel doing it. And then we can go from there. How does that sound? See, that's a conversation of meeting in the middle with something that feels a little extreme for you, but your partner's desiring it. And instead of jumping immediately to what your partner fully desires, you're thinking about yourself too. And you're saying, all right, I want to be comfortable because I want to keep a good relationship with sex and a good relationship with my sexual partner and my sexual relationship. So in order to do that, you have to keep yourself in mind. And I feel that it's funny because on one hand, um, it, it's like a lot of men are can be seen as selfish and and overall can be selfish in the bedroom because they don't understand that most women don't orgasm from penetration. 75% of women do not orgasm from just your dick going in and out of her. It won't happen. And a lot of guys don't understand that or they they don't allow their ego to get out of the way in order to give their partner, their female partner, more clitoral stimulation to actually satisfy her. And the men who aren't able to make this realization, it's a very important realization. And if you can't realize that, you will have a dissatisfied partner who won't want to keep having sex with you. So... um. In, it, in that way, a lot of men are seen as selfish because women are like, he's not even getting me off. Like, does he not realize I'm not getting off? And he's always getting off. That's not fair. You know, he's selfish. And then there's this other part of men who are just all about, you know, I just, her pleasure is my pleasure. And I just want to see, um, I just want to give her everything that she wants. And if she asks for something, I want to be able to do it. And it's kind of like, catering overly catering to her and having almost no thought about his own sexual desires or his own sexual enjoyment during the process he's just like looking for that for her to see that pleasure so both of these sides are pretty contradictory and the way that i look at them is that the male ego the male sex ego can be pretty big um and this is why communication is especially important. And this is why I especially stress communication during sex with you guys. You have to understand what gets your partner on, turned on, and you have to understand how she gets satisfaction. And don't assume that you know. Don't assume that you should know. Ask her. Make sure that she's getting it. Because otherwise there will be problems in your relationship. If it goes one-sided for too long, there will. Why wouldn't there be? Think about it the opposite side. If she was getting off every single time and you were getting off, I don't know, less than 50%, which is a lot of women. And most women won't tell you, which is also not good. So we need to communicate with each other. We need to not make assumptions 
and be able to have these talks. And then when it comes the time to introduce new things into the relationship, it's not that big of a deal to have a talk and be like, hey, like, why don't we try this? I was thinking of maybe trying this next time we have sex. What do you think? Then those conversations aren't so weird because we've already shown that we care about our partner sexually and we want to understand them and we're interested in their arousal and we're also interested in our own. And when I say we, I want you guys to be just as interested about your own arousal and what gets you off regard like besides her getting off like what gets you off like what parts of your body really feel good to you what do you like that she does to you and if you can get clear on that and you can also get clear on what brings her the most satisfaction instead of assuming that your cock does the job because it may not and that's okay like that's okay it could still feel really good but it may not bring her to orgasm. It's most likely it does not bring her to orgasm, you going in and out of her. And that doesn't have anything to do with your skills. It has to do with her body and her, her, and her anatomy and the way that she's built and the way that, that, um, that her body functions sexually. So don't take it as like, oh, I'm like, I'm not a man. I had a, it was interesting because I had a client who told me recently that I asked him to define his like what would how would he describe best sex or ideal sex and I I said just describe it in three ways like give me three bullet points of like your ideal sex and he said she comes from penetration and I said that's really interesting like your ideal sex is about her body being able to do something that most likely it can't do you know and that in my mind was just like wow that's ego that's all ego, you know, because, um, and I love this client. He's an amazing guy. He's, he's so good. He's so communicative, but it was really interesting how his mind went there. And the majority of men's minds go there. This is not the first time I heard that response or I heard a guy say that, um, because the, the goal here is not to kind of going on a tangent, but the goal here is not to, um, get women to be able to to come a certain way and change who they are, right? Or try to change their bodies or try to be the man who gets her to do something that no man has ever, you know, that's just competitive ego. If, if, if instead you look at it like ideal sex would be her afterwards talking about how pleasurable her orgasm was, that would be more, that would be less ego and more about her pleasure, right? Um, so so just like like getting curious about get curious about your partner. Start asking questions. Start asking start being intrigued by who she is sexually and what she does sexually and what she enjoys, what brings the most satisfaction. Think of what what a great question that is to ask your sex partner. What do I do that brings you the most sexual satisfaction? Don't assume it's your dick. Don't make that assumption. Ask the question. And know that it's okay if the answer is not your dick. Because a lot of the times, for most women, it probably won't be. And that's, that has nothing to say with you having a, a bad dick or an unattractive dick or a dick that doesn't do its job. No. It's just we like a variety of things. And whenever I, whenever I explain my ideal sex, it's hardly, it's hardly ever about the dick. Like I think of all my past best experiences sexually 
And it's not like, oh, he had the best cock that like felt the best. No, it's really not. It's like what was happening around that that made that moment so hot and so so passionate or so connected. That's where that's where my mind goes. So so yeah, going back to the main topic here is is to make sure you can talk about this stuff so that you're comfortable when you have to set a limit and you have to say, "Uh, I'm not ready for that. I can't go that far, but let's let's meet at a let's meet at a smaller step here." What if we, what if I do this to you next time? And then we could, we could see if we could work our way up that way. You're much more likely to get an answer that's, that's positive. You're showing that you want to make, you want to try, you want to open your mind a little bit, but you're not ready to jump all the way in and that's okay. And you shouldn't jump all the way in if you are not okay with it. And there are some things that you're totally just like, no, hard limit. And that's okay too. There should never be a time when you feel like you have to force yourself to even take the baby step. If it's something that is totally outside of your comfort zone and you know you will never want to be open to it, then communicate that. But the point here is communicate it. Don't just say no. Explain why. Explain that it's something you know that, that makes you feel really uncomfortable and it's just not something you ever want to do. Um... But don't, don't abuse that no, you know? There shouldn't, be, there shouldn't be 10 hard limits. There should be maybe two hard limits and then other things are like, okay, well, how about I take a small step towards that, but I'm not ready to go all the way. Does that make sense? So hopefully this helped. And yeah, don't forget to register for the delayed ejaculation masterclass can't wait to see you guys there who have joined already have an amazing morning evening or night wherever you are in the world talk to you soon i hope this episode helped you if it did i would love for you to leave me an itunes review it would mean the world to me you can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on instagram at steph ganowski and before i go remember your sex life is as good as you make it out to be until next time